developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Now, I have been discussing sustainable fashion a lot with the Capsule Wardrobe Challenge, but what does sustainable actually mean? Well, put simply, it's about working with nature and the environment rather than against it. And one Irish brand getting involved in this movement in a really big way is Cron. That's the Irish word for tree. And the whole business and model revolves around safeguarding planet Earth. It was founded in 2018 by Owen McGuinness from Clonalvi County Meath. And they make the most stylish, sleek accessories using only re- recyclable, sustainable Source materials. So they have sunglasses and watches made from recycled plastic, bamboo, oak, and mixed woods. And with every purchase made, Cron donates a percentage of the sales to the Native Woodland, an organization helping to rebuild damaged ecosystems. So that's another really great reason to support the brand. Joining me now to tell us more about Cron is the founder, Owen McGuinness from Clonalvi in County Meath. How are you doing, Owen? Hey, Sinead. Thanks so much for having me. Not at all. Now, when I came across Cron, I immediately thought, Gorgeous, cool sunglasses and an even better name. Tell me about the business. How did it come about? Was it through a love of accessories or did you have a head for business or both? Uh, it's probably a little bit of both. I, I think I have a little bit of a of a passion for um, for business. But I think, uh, honestly, it probably came from just stemming of I, I absolutely love watches and I love sunnies. So I think I try to include both of those into something that will actually um, kind of turn into a business. And, and again, kind of going back to your earlier point around that sustainability, something that I could be, be proud to put my name in front of as well. Yeah, because you were travelling around Southeast Asia and you saw very much what was going on there in terms of, you know, they were really leading the way in terms of sustainability. So this was another sort of spark with you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was really interesting that like you actually get paid for recycling plastics and you get paid for recycling tin and and so on and so forth. And and it was cool the way that they sort of did things where they'd break them up and they'd reuse that that plastic again into into something else. Whether a water bottle turns into you know again a pair of sunglasses or whether you know wood that was getting recycled gets turned into knives and forks. I just t- I thought that was so interesting that you could take something. Um, that's other people see as waste and actually turn it into something that's either beautiful or that's actually you know helpful um, for a family um, even if they're on low incomes and stuff and I just thought that was really interesting and the fact that we don't do that much of it in Ireland um, I was kind of like okay I can I can see this working Absolutely and work it does because you tell me about the business this is Cron so you make sunglasses and watches as you say there mainly from recycled materials yeah. So everything that we use is, is ultimately coming from, from recycled materials, from the, the plastics to the um you know, to the stainless steel, to the mechanisms that we use in our watches. Uh everything is, is made and is made from something that is recycled. So for instance like plastic we could get bottles or we'll get something like that. We'll we'll turn it into pellets and then we'll kind of re engineer that into uh into the, the the frames that you'd see on your sunnies for instance or the same thing with uh with wood. So we'll take maybe a we'll take like a wood an oak wood table um we'll re-chop it up we'll put it into pallets and then we'll we'll then kind of turn that uh that block of of um of 
of oak as an example mm-hmm. and, and turn that into into a pair of Sonys as well which is which I think is quite interesting That is really interesting and it's quite unique because as you say the, the arms or whatever of the sunglasses of the frame they're all wooden I don't think I've seen that anywhere are you guys the only ones doing this? Oh, I wish we were. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> no, there, there is there is a couple of other people throughout Ireland and the UK, and and obviously, um, kind of in different parts of the world that are doing it. Uh, I think what what we do that might be a little bit different is is that we're trying to take some of the the um the harder woods over time and start mm-hmm. adding them into the collections. But again, goes probably go back to my earlier point. A lot of a lot of people will actually just take um the raw material cut down from the trees um and and turn that straight into a. Pair Sony's where we try and do it we reverse engineer everything um, to do it kind of the opposite way um, but the, I, I feel the results are, are, are pretty pretty breathtaking. Absolutely they, they, they really are and if you weren't in operation if you weren't doing this and not using the, these materials where would they end up? More than likely in a landfill somewhere um, mm. so where where we actually source them um, is from Southeast Asia and predominantly Thailand so what we do, do what we have is um, that we have an area where someone can you know if someone has waste materials or we have a couple of people that actually go out and source stuff for us and bring them back so usually they would end up in a skip or they'd end up just straight away going into into a landfill, um, and which is which is great to see that they're they're not just being wasted. They're, they're something that people see as waste. We're actually turning into something that actually turns out to be a fashionable material. Oh, it, it really does. And you know, we, I was talking about this earlier. My eyes were well and truly open to the damage that fast fashion is having on the environment. Can you give us an idea of the kind of waste? Because when we talk about fast fashion, this is things that are mass produced mm. very very cheaply. And like me, before this challenge, and I'll very much put my hands up and say this on before the challenge that I have taken on for the month of July I was one of these people that went into a shop took an item a top or something for a night out that was really cheap wore it once and didn't wear it again this is what we're talking about yeah absolutely and like uh, you know I'll put up my hands and say I was exactly the same until I I started started doing more research I started watching more documentaries around Mm -hmm. fast fashion I just found it was like kind of crazy like you know to kind of give you I'm a bit of an analytical brain in my head so like fast fashion and the fashion industry itself kind of generates four percent of the world's waste right mm. so if you're going to buy a pair of sunglasses in a in a high street band for two euro you know there's certain things that they're going to um they're not going to probably do um like like someone like like or a company like cran would do is ultimately they're probably going to skimp on certain things they're probably going to simp on the waste that's coming from it the the cost of the factory they're probably going to skimp on the light and the heat and they're probably going to skimp on the wages for the person and you know that's one side of it but also if you take the waste side of it as well you're talking about 4% so there's 92 million tonnes every year comes from the fashion industry alone and that's just manufacturing so you know, when you think of that, there's just a constant amount of stuff that's just being passed on to landfills and just being completely left aside. And when you are skimping on these certain things, you're kind of losing a little bit of the human aspect mm. of of the business world, which is, you know, giving people the good conditions, giving people um, the right and fair livable wages and, and so on and so forth. And it's not just about the waste. You know, you don't want a place in Bangladesh or in India where people are kind of living in slums where it's um, they're next door to a um, 
to a manufacturing plant and then next door to that again is a dump. Yeah, and that's very much the reality as you're saying there. They are connected like that. And when you're picking up those two euro sunglasses, you know, you're thinking, oh, what a great deal. I'll wear them for my summer holidays. They'll probably break on the way home. And and that's the end of it. And then they are dumped here as well. You know, so so I know you guys are um, working very, very closely with a number of ethical manufacturers in Southeast Asia. That is very important to you, ensuring that the supply chain is as transparent as possible and the people are paid fairly. That's something that you really, really um, place an awful lot of importance on. Absolutely. And I think the other side of that is one of the things that we try and do as well is we understand that sunnies break yourself mm-hmm. and you lose them. For instance, I broke a pair last week. Um, what we actually then do is we, we upcycle those sunnies and we turn them into another pair. Um, oh, great. So we, we'll take the bits, whatever was broken or whatever happens, we can actually then completely re, re-engineer that and turn them into something again. So we actually now, um, over the last couple of months and, and the more I've been in business and talking to customers and stuff, uh, we've actually realised that we're just going to do a lifetime time warranty for everyone oh great um, yeah so even my my concept on this is you know the Cran Sony should be the last pair that you ever own um, because ultimately if you do break them you can just get a new pair I love that idea Owen I really love that idea and and I think that's fantastic and something else that you guys are doing that I mentioned there in the intro that is vitally important as well to you you're supporting organisations like the Native Woodland Trust so if I buy a pair of your uh, glasses I'm also helping that fantastic organisation as well yeah, absolutely. Because I think that's a, it's sort of an interesting point as well. Is like we want to consistently improve the ecosystem in Ireland in terms of the trees. You know, we 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 are very far under where we should be. Um, so working with a company with a with an organisation like the Native Woodland Trust, who um, it's all about conversion and it's all or it's all about kind of com- conservation and it's all about the um, you know trying to increase the ancient kind of natural native woodlands were actually in Ireland you know millions of years ago and yeah. I find that that's kind of interesting as well you know you can see that over time there's more red squirrels reappearing and it, it does come down to the complexity of you know they're living in woods that are native to Ireland you know and so on and so forth um, which I think is kind of cool yeah, no, it really is. And I mean, I was only talking about being out in woods and stuff like that. At the weekend, it's great for the soul as well. So we need these things. Uh, but we have to chat about uh, your lovely mum and sister because this is very much a family-owned business. Tell me about yeah. that because your mum, Lorna, and your sister, Alana, are very much on board with this as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I think that was part of part of when we when I initially started I kind of wanted to make it a little bit more kind of family orientated so all of the names of our sonies are actually ma- named after kind of between the three of us our favourite Irish words and then Love it. Um, our new our new collection um, the, the tra collection is actually named after the beaches that we spent our summer holidays in um, throughout Ireland uh, when we used to pop in the caravan and go away for, for the month of July um, so there's little things like that and then my mum and my, my sister Alana um, they run all of the um, they were on all of the logistics, the supply mm-hmm. chain management, the warehousing, all of that good stuff. And to be honest, they're the backbone of the business because ultimately uh, I'm very digital savvy. I'm very good with numbers. And that's where probably I have my business hat on a lot of the time. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, how can we do this sustainably? How can we actually make money as a business while still being sustainable? Where the girls um, are really, really good at making everything kind of run really smoothly, but also in terms of uh, giving ideas based on either customer feedback, but also Given ideas that they have to kind kind of increase the value, the brand value, which I which I love. Um, so our board meetings are funny because it's over a cup of tea over the dinner table. Um, <laughs> I can imagine but, that. But, 
but I enjoy that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, as they say, you know, behind every good man, there's at least two women, as there is in your case. Uh, listen, uh, what what's the um, what is the the hope for the future? Because you know, you're up and running. You're still relatively new. You're up and running since 2018. What are the hopes uh, going forward? Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, look, I think I think for us, we we really want to continue expanding and getting the name out there. Sustainable fashion is not something that's that's relative. Like it's been around a long time. But mm-hmm. I don't think people have really really got it up until probably the last year. Um, so I'm really hoping that we can we can help educate people in terms of you know why it, why it's a good idea and and hopefully continue your expansion. We're we're doing pretty well in the UK. Um, we're obviously doing pretty well in in Ireland, but we'd love to kind of move into some mainland mainland Europe um, a little bit more and try and grow the brand um, with a little bit more of a global footprint over the next two or three years. Oh, absolutely! I can see that happening for you, own. It's been absolutely lovely talking to you. The best of luck with Cron, and thank you so so much for chatting to me on the show today. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Sinead. I love what you are doing with the with the eco-friendly and the sustainable piece. Oh, listen, we're trying, we're trying slowly but surely to bring the awareness. That's what it's all about. Owen McGuinness there. Cron is the name. You can check them out. They are Cron Co on Facebook and Instagram and you can check us uh, out on LMFM as well because we've posted a couple of images there just to give you an idea of what they're doing. Cron.co as well is their website if you want to find out more.